Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSEN, the sports betting network. It is our number two of the Great Peterson Experience right here on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network, and we've got a tremendous hour for you as we have a little bit of a baseball roundtable as we talked a lot of college football in hour number one. Going to be going a lot of baseball here in hour number two. Justin Perry does a great job with shock quality bets, and then we've got Charlie DeCirco does a great job over there at the Action Network. They're going to be joining me for a pair of segments. We're going to be taking a look at the MLB futures market. Some of these teams that they're trending upwards, some of these teams that they are doing the exact opposite of trending upward. We're going to be discussing those, and then we're going to be taking a look at Thursday's slate. And along the way, I wind up doing a write-up every single day in terms of BK Nation and all of their content on a specific game. And we're going to be sharing that with you here in the next 30 seconds or so as the one that we wound up having for Wednesday. That did wind up hitting. We wound up giving out the over in the Red Sox versus the Twins game. Thank you, Xander Bogarts, for hitting a grand slam in the third inning as we wound up having seven in the first three innings, that winds up getting there. So we're going to look to keep it going. And a little bit of a smaller slate here on this Thursday. But with that said, I do think that's a relatively solid one. And we're going to be going to the top of the betting board as we go 9.51, 9.52 on the betting board. It is the LA Dodgers. At the road, they're facing off against the New York Metropolitans as Chris Bassett has the hook line and sinker for the Mets and got Clayton Kershaw on the bump for the Dodgers. The Dodgers are the ones that are finding themselves a relatively sizable favorite as them being an underdog like we wound up seeing on Wednesday with Jacob DeGrom going a big giant rarity for them. And in most spots, you're finding the Dodgers right around about a minus 140 or so favorite between plus 120 and plus 130. Your price on the Mets, 7.5 is your total. And if you're looking at the juice on the total, most of it coming in a little bit more on the under with the under being right around about a minus 115 to a minus 120. And what I'm going to be writing up is, I like the value that you're getting with the Mets here. I felt like they should have been the favorite because with Clayton Kershaw, he is coming back after he wound up spending some time on the injured list. His last start, as a matter of fact, you have to go back about 28 to 30 or so days as it wound up being on August 4th. And ever since the All-Star break, Clayton Kershaw has made three starts, going 13 and two-thirds innings, allowing 11 runs at that time span. Now he's coming off of a back injury, and now he's facing off against one of the top teams in the National League on the road, and we're making the Dodgers a minus-140 favorite. I recognize that the Dodgers have been supreme this year. I mean, they've got 90 wins, and 78 of them have been by multiple runs, so if you've been taking that Dodgers run line this season, it's been going well for you, but with the New York Mets, Chris Bassett has been 
they're Mr. Automatic this season, for lack of a better term, because the team is 16 or the team is 18 and 6 in his 24 starts. And as a matter of fact, they are 6 and 0 in his last six. And Bassett, he's been having his best run of the season. He's given up two runs or fewer in seven out of his last nine starts. Ever since the All Star break, he's got a sub two ERA. So he's been able to do a great job there. As a matter of fact, over his last five starts, 33 and a third innings. He has wound up giving up in that time span just seven runs. Good for a buck 62 ERA. So he's been terrific. And he's also been able to lend a lot of length with the Mets. One of the biggest problems that this team has had all season long is their bridge to get to Edwin Diaz. Now, do note that Edwin Diaz, along with Timmy Trumpet, actually being live in person for it, he wound up coming out in the ninth inning on Wednesday. So that does wind up burning him up a little bit. But for Bassett, at least six innings pitch in 10 out of his last 11 starts. And for Clayton Kershaw, since the All-Star break, he has yet to be able to go six innings. So the good news for the LA Dodgers is that they've got the best team ERA on the road, and they've also got the best bullpen ERA. But it's really been unsung heroes that have been able to get the job done for the LA Dodgers. As you've got guys like Evan Phillips, Alex Vasilla, David Price is obviously a guy that we know not so much for his bullpen pitching, but these guys, along Caleb Ferguson, they're posting up a sub-275 ERA, but take a look at Seth Lugo, a big 7th-slash-8th-inning guy for the Mets. He, Tommy Hunter, both since the All-Star break, have been able to post up a sub-250 ERA. Lugo had a little bit of a rough start to the season. He's been able to shape up Adam Adovino. He's been able to do a solid job for the team as well, and for the Mets, you've got Pete Alonso over 100 RBI. He's been able to crank out 30 home runs, and to the Dodgers' credit, you got so many guys like Joey Gallo, Cody Bellinger, Max Muncy, throw in there Trey Turner, Will Smith, along with, as well, Freddie Freeman. All these guys between 15 and 19 home runs this season, but you do have a few of these guys like Austin Barnes, Bellinger, and Muncy, who I mentioned earlier. I think at 215 or lower. Clay Thompson's brother, Trace, has actually been one of the better hitters that we've been seeing for this team ever since he wound up being put on the roster, so they've been able to do a solid job, and this is a Dodgers team that, without question, they do a nice job of being able to put back to ball, but you take a look at the way that this Mets team is pitching. Four runs or fewer allowed in 11 out of their last 13 games. They've been able to do a great job of being a lockdown, and they're one of the best teams at being able to move the line as well. Starling Marte has really been able to come on ever since he was injured a little bit earlier this season. He wound up having a big home run in this series a little bit earlier. You've been able to have Jeff McNeil move the line, hitting above a 300 as well. So I do think that is interesting, and it's going to be very fascinating to see how this one is getting bet as well, as if you want a little bit more in terms of betting splits from this game from DraftKings, because typically when it comes to overnight, you're not going to have as much data on this, but these really become great. When it comes to the AM, you get three sets of proprietary power rankings, estimated scores, advanced betting sets for so many of these major sports. You're able, even able to get referee trends as well. You're able to get this by becoming a VSIM Pro subscriber. You're able to do this, and you're able to get all this and so much more. You're able to sign up for that at VSIM.com slash subscribe. So if you're looking for a little bit more there, got you covered. And with regards to my write-up, got you covered a little bit more there in terms of money line as well. But I felt like the Mets should have been more like a minus 123 favorite rather than being the plus 120 that we're finding right now. So what I'm writing up for DK Nation is going to be on the money line of the New York Mets being able to get a plus price in the spot. I also do like the over because with Clayton Kershaw, going to be his first start in nearly a month. Didn't necessarily look great before going on the injured list as well. So really not much to like, in my opinion, here with the Dodgers, but a whole lot to like with the way that Chris Bassett has been pitching. And then got another guy that a little bit earlier this season, he was spending some time on the injured list. Now he's been in peak form, though. So we wind up going 955, 956 on the betting board. It is the Milwaukee Brewers. They wind up hitting the road. They're going to be going up against the Arizona Diamondbacks as Merrill Kelly is the man that is going to be going for the Saints. And Brandon Woodruff is on the mound for the Brewers. And this is one that is starting to populate at a lot of books. Looks like you wind up opening up Brewers right around about a minus 135 or so favorite. And now you're finding the Brewers in most spots where you do wind up having this as this one wound up just going up here at Circa a few minutes ago. This one wound up just circulating at a few other books around Vegas as well. So it's a relatively fresh number, but with the Brewers, they are about a minus 130 favorite across the board. You're right now finding the Diamondbacks anywhere between about a plus 115 to a plus 120 with a total of 7.5. And I want to make him Brandon Woodruff a minus 142 favorite. Now, Merrill Kelly has been really good for an Arizona Diamondbacks team that they're going to be going down in a fiery heap as I'm doing this live. The Philadelphia Phillies are up 18-1 to in the bottom of the ninth inning. Uh, 
if the Arizona Diamondbacks wind up being able to complete this comeback, we are going to be telling our children's children about how the Arizona Diamondbacks wound up coming back from down 17 in the ninth inning. But certainly, it's been a case in which the Arizona Diamondbacks prior to this won five straight games. They were able to sweep the Chicago White Sox, get a nice series win over the Philadelphia Phillies. And Merrill Kelly, he's been one of their top guys. Not a guy that's going to go out there and is going to get a whole bunch of strikeouts or anything like that, but just been able to do a great job of being able to keep the ball in the yard. Right around 156 innings is what he's thrown this season. That's one of the top marks out there in the big leagues. Giving up just 10 home runs, so that's a home runs per nine rate. That's good for right around at 0.6. Giving up 2.7 walks per nine innings, seven and a half punch outs per nine, but Brandon Woodruff, he had his really big road struggles, which is why you're going to find if you take a look at his home and road splits, his road ERA is about a point and a half higher rather than it is at home, but I think that you need the context of after Brandon Woodruff has come off the injured list, he has allowed three earned runs or fewer in every one of his starts. And if you do take a look at Brandon Woodruff, ever since he wanted coming off the injured list and you wind up just specifying his road starts, two earned runs or fewer in every one of his road starts since the end of June. He has been tremendous for this team, getting 11 half strikeouts per nine innings. For those of you guys that subscribe to my baseball podcast, baseball betting show, I'm actually going to be talking to Dario Melendez. He does some great work being able to cover the Milwaukee Brewers out there in the city. And, I mean, it's been really interesting to take a look at the trajectory in general of Brandon Woodruff. He's been able to do a solid job giving up right around 2.7 walks per nine innings. While giving up a little bit of hard contact towards the beginning of the season, he's really been able to tame that down. Now with the Milwaukee Brewers, the question becomes a bullpen because ever since Josh Hader wound up getting traded, for one, Josh Hader has went straight down the toilet bowl. That is the guy that you don't want to be trusting in credit where credit is due. He wound up having a squirrel setting on Wednesday, but man, that is a sad state of affairs with him, but when it comes to the Brewers themselves, they have a deal with some inconsistency in terms of the bullpen. Devin Williams, so in his last 40 appearances, he's given up just three earned runs. Brad Boxberger still posting up a sub-three ERA. Going to need a little bit more out of Hobie Milner, but the Brewers, for all their bullpen struggles, at the very least, they aren't the Ears and the Diamondbacks, who they've got Joe Mantiply, who's been able to give you a sub-three ERA, but having Kyle Nelson, Sean Poppin on the injured list, that has really hurt them. And then you've got Luis Frias. You're able to throw in there Mark Melanson, Noe Ramirez, Kevin Ginkle, all these guys. They're posting up north of a five ERA, and them giving up 18 runs on Wednesday, that is actually going much, much more northward as well. And for the Ears and the Diamondbacks, very interesting to take a look at their home and road splits in the way that they wind up being able to wind up having their hard contact in general is they're getting a little bit over 1.3 home runs per game when they're on the road. Meanwhile, at home, it's barely under one home run per game. Now, Christian Walker has been able to do a great job of being able to move the line for this team as ever since the All-Star break, he's been hitting a little bit above a 250 after his batting average was a little bit of a liability towards the beginning of the season. He's been able to crank out 30 home runs, but in an unexpected way, the Milwaukee Brewers are starting to get better leadoff hitting from a guy that you wouldn't expect, Christian Yelich. He's now got a 360 on base. He's really been the guy that's been able to move the line. Not necessarily what the Brewers paid $35 million a year for, but he's been solid. Then you've got Willie Adamas, Rody Tellez, able to throw in there as well. A few other guys have been able to really go yard for the team. Hunter Renfro, all three of those guys, they've got at least 23 home runs. I'm willing to back the Milwaukee Brewers in this spot. That might tell us 7.2 with the home struggles of the Diamondbacks being able to go deep. So looking at a 7.5 under as well. And coming up next, we got more baseball for you. We've got a roundtable discussion with our good friends, Charlie Durko of the Action Network and Justin Perry of Shock Quality Data. That's coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Bank Network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Pocket cash with popular picks. Join the Levi's 501 Pop Culture Pools for free and answer questions for your shot at a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Levi's now to get out on the action. Levi's, buy better, wear longer. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As we are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience and we got a little bit of a roundtable action here taking a look at the game of baseball as Charlie DeCirco he does a great job over at the Action Network. And then Justin Perry does a great job with shot quality data bets. He is a man that has joined me quite a bit on my Baseball Betting Show podcast as well. And it is great to have both of you gentlemen aboard. And I think first things first, because we do have a little bit of a lighter slate here for baseball on Thursday. Got to take a look at some teams that are trending in the right and wrong direction. And Justin, I'm going to lead off with this. What do you make out of what has happened with the New York Yankees? Because first 100 games of the season... This team was looking like they had a chance to be able to set some records before just wins in a season. List goes on and on, and, well, they've gone down the toilet bowl ever since then. Yeah, I think, you know, as a homer, seeing the Yankees do so well and everyone start talking about the history, it kind of got that spidey sense tingling that it just was going to go a little bit wrong. And, I mean, we know every summer they go out west, and it just never looks pretty. It happens every single year. Terrible loss tonight. Josh Donaldson obviously not pulling the weight. Everybody thought he was going to. Can't be dropping games to the Angels. Can't have it happen. I, we just we need to score more than two runs as Yankee fans. It's tough to see. So I think they're going to figure it out, but it, it's pretty rough right now as they try to battle through this road trip. Yep, and I will pose the same to you, Charlie. And on top of that, you think that the Yankees' struggles do wind up hurting the candidacy for Aaron Judge for MVP because I still think that he's going to wind up winning this, but... I do think that it is certainly worth taking a look at just what has happened to this Yankees team. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit it on the nail right there. Uh, Aaron Judge is going to win the MVP regardless of what happens with this New York Yankees team. But I do think that they're trending downwards, and I'm not too optimistic that they're going to turn it around come playoff time. This is a team, a lot of injuries that have built up, a lot of players that they've brought in has not have not performed up to expectations and they're a team that's really reliant on Aaron Judge right they're a guy that that he's their guy he's their 50 plus home run hitter the game changer even in the ninth he gets the leadoff walk steals second and the Yankees can't convert it's just one of those things that I'm kind of nervous about especially that starting rotation of course you have Garrett Cole Vanessa Cortez coming back from injury how's he going to perform Frankie Montes not been that pitcher they thought when they got him from Oakland Tyone trending in the negative direction. There's just a lot of negativity around this team. Obviously, Stanton, Judge, they'll do well in the long run, but I'm not so sure Josh Donaldson, Andrew Benintendi, these guys are able to. And plus, that bullpen seems to be a mess every other week. So, Yeah, it's been interesting to take a look at that bullpen because in terms of the overall ERA, it's actually been very good, but it feels like just when they need that scoreless inning, they are unable to get it as well, which 
That leads to the closer discussion that I'm sure is going to be had if Clay Holmes is not able to look like the Clay Holmes of old coming off the injury list as we wound up seeing him enter into the game on Wednesday. But what else I think is very interesting as to what's happening in baseball right now, we wound up seeing this just before the White Sox versus the Royals game. I've been saying it all year long that Tony La Russa has been the biggest problem with the White Sox and you don't want to see anyone wind up going out with health issues. Absolutely not. This is not the way that you want it to happen. But with that said, Tony La Russa is currently out of the fold for the White Sox dealing with some health issues. We wind up seeing them come out on Wednesday. They wind up getting a 4-2 win against the Kansas City Royals. And Justin, do you have to handicap the White Sox a little bit differently for however long Tony La Russa might be out? You know, yeah, I, I mean, still am. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that Tony Larusa, with him being out, it's almost a, uh, a positive. I mean, he's just kind of screws that team up now every now and then. I don't think the White Sox are really going to do much. I think they're in free fall mode right now with everything going wrong. But, yeah, I think it's a positive. I'll kick it to Justin. But I think it's a positive that he's not there. I think that he doesn't know what he's doing. I think that there are a lot of changes in the middle of the time. With, with relievers or pinch runners or pinch hitting or just lineup changes that are very questionable. So I think that's a positive in the long run. I think he's gone end of year, but yeah, I mean, they're in free fall right now. Yeah, but yeah, we'll I think anything that, just on this. Of course, anything that can help them right now, I think they're going to take the wins. I'm, I'm very hesitant with this White Sox offense. They're one of the few teams that I really try not to bet. I unfortunately did have to take them against Chris Bubik for Wednesday night just because of, you know, the reputation that Bubik has developed for me personally, but it is definitely hard to support this team. You feel like they can fall flat very easily, especially on the road. They are not the type of team that's performing well on the road. And we know that teams that translate to playoff winning uh, usually have the ability to lock down road games. So I don't really see them being that successful. I don't see them winning this division race. Uh, it's It just feels like they're kind of fading. And even if La Russa gets replaced or doesn't come back, I don't think it's going to be enough to to give them that final push. Yep, I do think that they probably would have needed to make this move right around the all-star break for it to be able to lift them to the postseason. I do think that is interesting from a game-by-game -game perspective, though, as well as Lance Lynn. It's actually starting to pitch right now, which that's something that could actually help out the Chicago White Sox moving forward. So we shall see what winds up happening there. But... What else I do think is very fascinating as in terms of what we've been seeing right now is a lot of these playoff pushes. And right now the team that is the top author in the National League, they're in a great battle with the New York Mets. We're going to be able to get into this individual game a little bit more on the other side. But Charlie, we'll start with you on this. With regards to the LA Dodgers, they've got 90 wins thus far. They are going to be able to get to 100 plus. They are going to have an absolutely historic year. How much do you think they're ahead of teams like the Braves, the Mets, I think you're able to throw in the, the Cardinals at this point in the National League just because I do think that there's a lot of fear with a lot of people wanting to take a future on the Dodgers that they're just going to do what they've done in the postseason aside from the strange 2020 year and wind up not being able to get the job done. Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. I think that this offense is obviously one of the best in baseball. They've proven it year over year, game over game this season. But I do think that it's not a huge gap between the the Dodgers and the rest of the National League. I think that the New York Mets, as long as their bullpen doesn't blow up, they're, they can go head-to-head, -head, as we've seen this series, uh, with the Dodgers. And I think the Atlanta Braves are a sleeper team in the National League. I mean, I, I don't know if you can even qualify them as a sleeper team, but this offense is stacked. Soroka's coming back. The bullpen's been great. They got Rysel Iglesias, so now they have another arm at the back end. Their starting pitching's been great. Striders really came into his own. Kyle Wright, all these young arms are really putting it all together for them. Cardinals, not so sold on them. Obviously, they keep winning. They're, they've always been my uh, heart team. I just can't get a read on year over year. But the Dodgers, they do rely on a lot from players like Tyler Anderson, Tony Gonsolin. Not so sure that they can put it all together in the playoff time. It only time will tell how Tony Gonsolin will do after this injured list stint and Clayton Kershaw coming back from the injured list. Also, we'll see how the starting pitching goes, but I don't think the gap is too uh, too far. And Charlie, I know that you were talking about not being able to get a read on the Cardinals. I am a man from the state of Wisconsin. I am by trade a Milwaukee Brewers fan. I'll give you the read <laughs> right now. Every single time you count this Cardinals team out, they will rise up like a villain in some sort of a movie and they will scare you to death. So... 
That is your read on the St. Louis Cardinals. So I've got you covered there. But Justin, just taking a look at this Dodgers team, I do think that they need to be the favorite in the National League. No fans are buts about it. When you wind up winning 90 games before we wind up reaching the month of September, that certainly needs to be taken into account. But how much do you need to take into account as well? The past track record of the LA Dodgers and more specifically, just the fear that you've got that Craig Kimbrell might wind up blowing a game at the wrong time for the Dodgers. Uh, I feel like that's been like their Achilles heel the last few seasons. This this just the, the reliever that just plays that wild card for them. But it's always that way in playoff baseball. This is still maybe the best offense right now in the major leagues without question to me. I mean, Mookie Betts is just a beast. Freddie Freeman. I mean, if Max Muncy can start swinging the bat anywhere decently, they ba- they barely had him all season as a reliable hitter. So if he can start to put it together a little bit more as we get closer to that October, you know, fall crisp air time, I think the Dodgers are just going to be such a tough out. They're not going to need their pitchers to hold you to three runs. They're going to be able to hold you to five because they're going to be putting up six on most nights. Like this is just such a scary offense. We've seen it in full effect. They can just put up seven runs against anybody. Uh, I'm I'm worried. I mean, you know, I thought the Mets maybe had it, and I think it is going to probably be Mets-Dodgers when it all boils down to it in the NLCS. But it, it is going to be a very interesting road to get there. I do not think anybody really poses a challenge until you get to that Mets team. We saw in the last couple of days, it is going to be a battle between these powerhouses. We got to see some great, great baseball between them. But yeah, I don't know who else really stacks up. Braves, I know everyone's excited about, but it's going to be hard to repeat. They're going to get tired, especially as you get into that postseason uh, battle, if you will, trying to do it again. So we'll see. We'll see. I still think it's probably going to end up being like Yankees, Houston, and and Dodgers. And you bring up a great game to talk about for Thursday, as we do have on the slate Mets versus Dodgers. We're going to be taking a look at that, along with pretty much every game that we can get to in the next segment, taking a look at Thursday's slate right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Make game day more chill with some extra cash. Play for free during the college football season with Coors Light College Football Pick'em. Join in 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join in on the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 years or older terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions. Do apply to DraftKings.com for details. Please do drink responsibly as... We are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience, being rejoined by Charlie DeCirco, who does a great job over there at the Action Network, and Justin Perry does a great job over there at Shot Quality Bets. And we've got to take a look at the big marquee game that we're going to be seeing on Thursday to lead things off. It is the Mets. It is the L.A. Dodgers right now with the Dodgers. Find them right around about a minus 140 or so favorite, as this is going to be Clayton Kershaw's first start in just under a month. Last time he wound up going on the mound was August 4th. Justin, I'll lead this one off with you, and then we'll wrap it up with Charlie, who was actually at the game for Mets versus Dodgers a little bit earlier on Wednesday. But what do you make out of this one? Because I just take a look at it, and I recognize that the Dodgers are this bulldozer, but first start back for Clayton Kershaw being a minus 140 road favorite in this spot just seems steep. Definitely feels a little steep. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about the ML, and and I'm just going to go really on where I'm looking right now on this total seven and a half, sitting a little bit low for how well I think these offenses offenses just have the potential to to do. I mean, I know Bassett is a pretty solid pitcher. He's had a very nice year in terms of expected stats, but this is still maybe one of the toughest tests of his season and the Mets have been pretty good as underdogs scoring more runs than expected. So I don't think you should really be counting them out, especially if you maybe want to go check out their totals. They're expected to score a little bit less. I do think we could very easily see like a four, four situation here and, and maybe even get some work in extras. That'd be great for my over, but yeah, I really like the over seven and a half right now. I played it, I believe like minus one Oh six at FanDuel. pretty solid line. Wouldn't be shocked to see this go to eight, but I, I do know that people respect City Field as a pitcher's park, and it could be a little bit on the cooler side. So we'll see, but I like the over. Yep, I don't blame you there. I'm looking a little bit at an over as well, Charlie. I don't know if we wind up making it three for three, but what do you think of 
Mets versus Dodgers for Thursday? I think that if you're going to look at a total, I do lean toward the over in that game. But I'm looking more toward the Mets money line. I think that they are undervalued here. Clayton Kershaw's first start back in nearly a month. You're going to get a great opportunity to fade him and get the Mets at that plus 120 to 130 range. I mean, he's only pitched 70 pitches in his last rehab stint. I don't think he's going to throw much. And the Mets have proven to be a pest against pitchers and rock up their pitch count. I think that he's only going to go five, six innings. And the Dodgers bullpen haven't been fantastic in the last month, 21st in XFIT. So I think the Mets are going to be able to get to him, which plays into the whole overplay. But I like the Mets a lot more because Chris Bassett's on the mound. He's been Mr. Consistent for them. The career best and expected batting average, expected ERA, expected slugging. His barrel rates is lowest since 2015. And drastic home road splits, obviously. Justin mentioned City Field being a pitcher's park. Well, Bassett has a 2.75 ERA in his 13 starts at City Field. And he's on a roll in August, 1.62 ERA. I expect this line to shoot down a bit. I think that they should really be closer to that uh, pick range. I, I think that the Mets should be maybe even slightly favorites here. They have the advantage, especially if the Dodgers have to get to their bullpen early, which I think they will. It's been a tough two-game series, and the third to capital off is going to be a great one, but I lean the Mets here, especially with the Dodgers bullpen not faring too well in the last month. We are in absolute agreement on this one. I do think that the Mets should be the favorite in this spot, especially with the Mets 18-6 and in Chris Bassett's 24 starts thus far this season as well. And, Charlie, we'll go back to you on this one as well as We've got a American League battle, which well, both of these teams, they've played their way out of the playoffs, but I do think that it's an interesting one as Rich Hill, the oldest active starting pitcher in the big leagues. He's going to be taking the mound, and he's going up against Glenn Otto of the Texas Rangers, who they hope is the future for this team. Total on this game is 9.5, and, and with the Red Sox, find them anywhere between minus 155 to a minus 165 favorite, and between about a plus 140 to a plus 150 year price on the Rangers. Personally, what I like here is the over because Glenn Otto has been giving out the free passes. Rich Hill, he is literally the oldest starting pitcher in the big leagues, <laughs> and that Red Sox bullpen has not been great. That Rangers bullpen has not been great. Not sure if you agree or disagree with me on this, Charlie, but I like the over. Once again, I do lean the over if we're going to bet a total, but I'm going to follow my little Mets uh, home pick and go with the Rangers' first five money line here. I think Rich Hill... The definition of pitch to contact, his expected batting average and hard hit rate are up from a season ago, and his barrel rate remains around 8%. Expected indicators in the low to mid fours. He's a pitcher that I love to fade. I call it Happy Rich Hill Day. We're fading him again here over the first five. And the Texas Rangers offense has actually quietly been very good against left-handed pitching. They're top five in both WRC plus and isolated power. And you mentioned Glenn Otto. Yes, he has uh, struggles with his walk rate. But the Red Sox don't really walk that much. They hack away. They like to put the ball in play and swing at everything. And Glenn Otto, home road drastic splits. He's actually got a 3.53 ERA on the road. And quietly, a sub-3 ERA in the month of August. So I think that there's value here with the Rangers at plus money. They're sitting around plus 130 range right now over the first five. I think around like the plus 140, 150 range over the full game. So I do like the Rangers on the first five here. Like the over, I think that they are going to get to Rich Hill, force him out early. And like you said, the Red Sox pen is not good. So if I had to lean to a total, over, but give me the Rangers over the first five. Yep, I made this plus 144 on the Rangers right now. We're seeing this get up to a plus 150, so I'm in agreement there because you point out those home and road splits with Glenn Otto. I think that they're very important in a Rangers starting rotation that is as fascinating as it gets. Hopefully we still get Dallas Keiko on Friday. He has paid for rent for many people out here in Las Vegas by betting against him. So hopefully Always. they give us Dallas Keiko once again, but I'll pose this one to you as well, Justin, because I do think that it's a relatively interesting game and I'm right there with Charlie. I do like the Rangers in this spot and I like the over. Yeah. I'm, I have to say the over looks pretty dang nice guys. I mean, Rich Hill coming off of what that 11 strikeout performance that nobody saw coming in no. his last outing. I love going against guys that overperform like that. We've seen it a lot all season. It's going to be hard for Hill to come out and have a similar type of performance. I really think this one's going to be a prime candidate for a first five over. If you're looking at it, I love playing first fives. It's kind of my thing this year, just trying to eliminate that bullpen variability. I, I just don't really love Otto. I think I dropped him early in my campaign in a dynasty league. He just doesn't have 
the stuff I thought he was going to this season and very often is going to allow two, three runs in his five innings of work. And then I expect Hill to do the same. So I really like the first five over here. If you're going to play it, I think the Rangers are going to be the right side. The price is really nice there considering, you know, the potential that you have of someone like Hill regressing after a strong performance. He's not striking out 11. It's like, I, you know, I would, I would love to come and eat my hat if it happens, but it isn't. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think Rangers have some plus uh, upside, especially maybe team totals could be a good way to look at them, too. I don't think that you'll need to eat your head. And if you do, I will offer you some pepper to find it making it a little bit more palatable. But with that said, I know that's something else that you're taking a look at because you mentioned first fives is the one in the Seattle Mariners and the Detroit Tigers game. Right now, we're finding the Mariners for the full game right around about a minus 155 or so favorite total on this game is seven and a half. Where are you going on this one with Logan Gilbert and Eduardo Rodriguez on this one? Yeah, I can't trust Eduardo Rodriguez. I think the Mariners have been playing some pretty good ball. They do tend to do well when they leave the West Coast. They come into some hitting environments that just they tend to succeed a little bit more. We've seen it for most of this series. I don't expect much to change. I think the Mariners are the sharper side here just in terms of like, you know, playing for something being in a race, trying to get themselves positioned better for this AL wild card setup. I think it's going to be a fun little close here in September as we have these teams jockeying for position. I expect the Mariners to come out early game. I, I still think that they're going to get it, get it done. Tigers definitely don't have what it takes to, uh, to beat Gilbert tomorrow. So give me the first five run line for the Mariners. Yep, and I do think that it's interesting to take a look at the total as well. And Charlie, I don't know if you have anything with regards to this game in terms of side or total, but actually look at the over a little bit just because with the Tigers, they have been the same bullpen without Michael Fulmer, and they've actually shown just a little bit of a sign of life on offense thanks to going up against that Rangers pitching staff. Yeah, I mean, I had the over last or tonight, and I just got brutalized yeah. by the Tigers not scoring that last run there, but I do think that the Mariners are the right side uh, here. Uh, especially in the first five. I actually like the first five team total over if I'm going to play this game. Eduardo Rodriguez, over his uh, 11 innings since returning to the Tigers, 10 hits, six walks, one total run. He's overperforming by a lot, according to most advanced metrics, his expected ERA, over, way over his actual ERA. So if, if I'm going to play a side here or a total, it's going to be the Mariners in the first five team total over because – I don't trust the Tigers' offense right now. They just screwed me out of another one tonight. So I think Logan Gilbert gets it done, and I think that the Mariners are going to score on offense. I have to apologize to the good people of America. We didn't wind up getting to breaking down Ken Waldachuk and his first ever start for the Oakland A's. It's starting to get that to that time of year, but Justin and Charlie, some of the best at being able to handicap baseball. A big thanks to them. For joining me on this MLB panel right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And coming in next, going to take a look at a little bit more baseball. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. 
This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. It is football season, and better know that this is where the money is made. Nobody knows football like VEASAN, and now it's the time to become a VEASAN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football guides. Only VEASAN subscribers get access to all these tools to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles on every single team with advanced stats and power rankings. Plus, you get best bets on season win totals, division finishes, player awards, and so much more. Sign up early, and for a discount of $175, you'll get both guides, and you'll receive full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for just 40 bucks a month and see everything that VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become a part of the Sports Betting Network. As we are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And a big thanks to Justin Perry along with Charlie DeCirco. These guys do absolutely amazing job taking a look at the game of baseball. They joined me the last two segments. was great to be able to take a look at what we are all getting and two very knowledgeable minds taking a look at a little bit for Thursday and also taking a look at just what we're getting in general with some of these teams that are ascending and declining. And I wind up doing them the great justice of not having to take a look at this one as we did wind up hitting, having this game just wind up hitting the board as we're going to be talking a lot of football in the final hour. We're going to have a nice little round table taking a look at a little bit of everything as we're going to be having on Scott Reichel. He does a great job over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is going to be joining Brian Thomas, who does a great job over there at NBC Sports. We're going to be taking a look at both college football and we're going to be taking a look at a little tennis. We're going to be taking a look at a little EPL. So we've got everything covered, but I do think that we've got some money to be made on this Thursday on the Diamond and a little bit of a pro tip. And to be able to get all these pro tips, visa.com slash subscribe. I was mentioning it a little bit earlier. You get all the guides, and you also wind up getting pro tips from us because we give one out every single hour on every one of these shows, and you're able to sort them by sport. You're able to sort them by also the show itself, but the one that I'm giving out because we want to talk about Dodgers versus Mets, this being the first start for Clayton Kershaw coming out the injured list, always, always take caution when it comes to taking a look at some of these guys in their first start off the injured list. You guys heard me my DK Nation write up, and I'm going to hit this a little bit more in the final hour as well. It's going to be on the Mets' money line, and I've had great success over the years baiting these guys in their first start off the injured list. Clayton Kershaw wasn't even in good form prior to going on the injured list, and he didn't wind up making any minor league rehab appearances, and plus, back injuries are tricky. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a pro athlete or if you're someone that you're an accountant working 9-5, to back injuries are something that nobody ever wants to deal with, and... And it hurts sometimes just to sit down with a back injury. So that is something to take a look at. And now we've got a guy going from the minors to the majors. And these are always tricky spots as well. As we go 959-960, the Kansas City Royals, they're in the road. They're against the Chicago White Sox. As Johnny Cueto is going to be going for the Sox. And Daniel Magden is going to be getting the start for the Royals. And the Royals, they're finding themselves anywhere between about a plus 185 to a plus 198. Underdog anywhere between minus 215 to minus 225. Your price on the White Sox, and here's where I'm going to be looking. The run line, you're finding that anywhere between minus 110 to a minus 115, and when it comes to the Royals, you're going to be able to get them right around about even money, minus 105, and I'm going to lay up to a minus 120 on this run line of the White Sox. I set them as a minus 222 favorite. 
on the money line. So I see a little bit more value with the money line. And typically in these spots, I'd like to reduce the juice, but I think it's really important to take a look at Daniel Magnan and what do you want him doing at the minor league level? Because he's gotten a cup of coffee at the big league level this season. And we've had the long and winding road of Daniel Magnan. Typically on a sports betting show, you don't wind up getting journeys like this, but I mean, with Daniel Magnan, he wanted to begin his career with Houston Astros in their minor league system. Spent a few years with the Oakland A's. He was pitching for the Kia Tigers of the Korean baseball organization last year. Now he's come back to the United States. Wanted pitching a little bit for AAA Omaha. He's said a couple appearances at the major league level. He has yet to make a start this season, but in four appearances, four and a third innings, he's wanted giving up one run. So nothing great, nothing terrible. But you take a look at what he wanted doing at AAA Omaha. And keep in mind, when it comes to these minor league, these minor league leagues, for lack of a better term that we wind up seeing. There are some like the independent league that they're pretty pitcher friendly. When you wind up going to the PCL, that's a Pacific Coast League. That's where you've got like the Albuquerque Isotopes. You've got Salt Lake City, Las Vegas, whole bunch of places at elevation, whole bunch of places with a lot of heat. If you wind up posting up like a four ERA in the PCL, that's actually relatively good. And typically that translates well to the big league level. But for Daniel Magden, this guy is getting pretty unbackable because I take a look at what he wanted doing with Oma. And it, quite a few of his last starts were a little bit better for AAA Oma. But at AAA Oma of the Independence League, he had a 455 ERA, giving up 4.9 walks per nine innings with seven half strikeouts. He wasn't able to get strikeouts at the AAA level. He had all sorts of command issues. And you take a look at what he wound up doing at the Korean Baseball Organization last season. And he wound up posting up right around about a 380 ERA with Kia Tigers. That's not necessarily too terrific. I recognize that that's a little bit more of a pitch contact league and out there. Wound up having two and a half walks per nine innings. And something else that is of note, which is why I also do like this total of nine over as well, is that Johnny Cueto has not been the same pitcher at home rather than on the road. On the road, he's posting up a little bit north of a two ERA. At home, that's been more around a four, but Johnny Cueto, I trusted him being able to lend a little bit more length because he's been able to do a good job cutting down on the walks, two walks per nine innings. Only getting right around five and a half punch outs per nine innings. So certainly guys are going to be putting it in play against him. But also keep in mind, I had to shade down the Kansas City Royals by a few cents as well, just because they have out of the fold Salvador Perez right now. And Salvador Perez had been hitting right around at 300. And he's been able to do a great job of being able to crank out the bombs for this team as well as he's got 19 on the season. I do think that that is a big giant issue that you've got with the Kansas City Royals. So not having him out there, that is going to wind up hurting them. They've had Bobby Wood Jr. along with Nicky Lopez move the line, hitting about a 242, 250. But not having out there Salvador Perez, we've seen the difference in the Kansas City Royals in general, but also with the Kansas City Royals bullpen. Since the All-Star break, it is second worst in the big leagues. Fortunately, Boston and them giving up 29 runs in their first game coming out of the All-Star break against the Toronto Blue Jays saves them the shall we say, distinction of having that worst bullpen ERA in the American League in that time span. But overall for the season, they've got the worst bullpen ERA. Josh Shamout has been a hot mess for the team all season long. He's no longer available for them. Luke Weaver has north of a 70 ERA. They picked him up from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Why? I really don't know. You've had Amir Garrett just wind up being a big giant bus for Rooney for this team. He's got north of a four ERA. Carlos Hernandez has been moved to the injured li- or he's been moved to the bullpen after he was a starter. He's got north of a six ERA. So, you're able to go down the line. And for the Chicago White Sox, Lee Mendricks and Kendall Graveman have been very solid in the eighth and ninth innings for the team. And then got a pair of failed starters in Ronaldo Lopez along Jimmy Lambert. Both of these guys are posting up a sub 3 1 ERA. And when it comes to this White Sox team, the real issue that you've got with them is that they've had a lack of power. And I just stem so many of the issues that we've had to the Chicago White Sox. It's something that we wound up talking about with Charlie along with Justin. The fact that Tony La Russa was doing a terrible job of managing this team. You wish him absolutely nothing but the best, but this is an upgrade for the Chicago White Sox. The fact that you wind up getting Tony La Russa out of the fold, I mean, th- this guy would have been worse than a scarecrow. He was giving out intentional walks with two strikes to Oscar Gonzalez with two outs. Like, what are we doing here? There are folks that are saying that baseball is being overrun by analytics, but even the analytics people that a lot of people are blaming, they're just like, I have no idea what this guy is doing. And it's been so mind-boggling. The game has passed by Tony La Russa. He tries to embrace analytics, but he goes about 57 steps too far, and then he has absolutely no idea what the new rules are. So, and it's been a really bad situation, and 
you got to feel like, I mean, under bad circumstances and all, but this might be a rallying cry for the Chicago White Sox. And all of a sudden, I think that there might be a little bit of value on them from a game-to-game perspective. With it being so late in the season, I don't know if you could take any sort of a future because I do think that the Guardians, even if they wind up slipping up a little bit, they're still going to be able to win this division and they still would have to clear the Minnesota Twins as well. But I think that this is a net positive for the Chicago White Sox, a team that they've been able to move the line. You've got Eloy Jimenez along with Andrew Vaughn, both hitting above a 290 for this team. Jose Abreu's in that fold as well. You've been having hit or miss production out of guys like Yasmani Grandal with someone like Aburi Garcia. It's been a little bit of a hot mess, but you're going up against Royal Seymour, which they're dead last in the American League in terms of bullpen ERA overall for the season. Johnny Cueto, I think he's going to be able to lend a relatively good start with Salvador Perez, deal with a little bit of an injury for the Kansas City Royals. And when it comes to the Royals, you've still got a bunch of guys that are towards the bottom of the fold, like a Nick Prado, like a Nathan Eaton, guys like this that they're still trying to find their way. Vinny Pasquantino has been dealing with a little bit of an injury as well. So I think that this is very good timing for the Chicago White Sox. If they aren't going to be able to make a charge now, they never are going to be able to. But I like the run line in the spot. Going up against a guy in Daniel Magnin that wound up having north of a 4-5 ERA for AAA Omaha. Just a good situation, in my opinion, for the White Sox to be able to light it up, get some runs after we wind up seeing Lance Lynn, be able to give this team a little bit of a spark by being able to lend a good start, a rarity for Lance Lynn this season. And perhaps this is exactly what winds up getting the White Sox online. I like the over in the spot. I do like the run line of the Chicago White Sox. And coming up in the final hour, we've got a few games that we have yet to polish up for Major League Baseball. We're going to be doing that. We're going to be talking a little tennis. We're going to be diving into college football week one as well. All that in the final hour of the Greg Peterson Experience next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. What's the guarantee? What's the guarantee? Hey, Derek! What's the guarantee? The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back. With 12 million in guaranteed prizes. There's two ways to win. 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 Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.